That Don't Sound Right is a podcast about talking, talking the way we did before the internet, when you could not prove anyone right or wrong. All the expertise was contained in the people involved with the conversation. I'm Peter. I'm Cecil. And I hope you enjoy our conversations. And as you listen, if you find yourself silently saying, that don't sound right, send us a comment. You're one of us. Number one, and uh, had someone listening to the podcast with with him. Was this um, was this under duress? Was it under, <laughs> uh, you know? I don't know. That's a good question. Okay, all right. Whether it was coerced into it or not. Cecil, how's it going? Hey, Peter. Welcome back to That Don't Sound Right. Hey, it's good to be back. Uh, it's good to be back with our That Don't Sound Right community. Hope everyone is enjoying their summer. Here we are in June, all halfway through June already. Can you believe it? It's hard to believe. This well, year is going by really fast. Yeah, it's, it really does. It really does seem like that. Hey, uh, so I understand that during some travels of listener number one. Yes. Our, our podcast got mentioned and even recognized through some other folks. What's, what's going on? So evidently, they were listening to the podcast. Now, who? Who was listening? So I listen, want names. Uh, well, listen, maybe, they don't want, listen, maybe they don't want our name on there. Yeah, That's fine. Listener number one in, uh, had someone listening to the podcast with, with him. Was this, um, was this under duress? Was it under, <laughs> uh, you know? I don't know. That's a good question. Okay, all right. Whether it was coerced into it or not. But they came up with a topic for That Don't Sound Right. For us? Yes. Very kind. Very kind of them. Yeah, well, you thing. know, um, we've had people recommend that, that they send in topics, and yes. they've even suggested it. So what, what, what do they got? So they said that they saw trees being pruned by a helicopter. Okay, who's they? This so the, is, this the, is the listener, listener one? Or no, the, this was the person that listener one had listening to the podcast. Okay, all right. Yeah. So this person listens to our podcast and says... Listen to a podcast. A I don't podcast. Know, okay. I don't know if he listened to more that than one. That was definitely a stretch. Yeah. So he listened to our podcast and he thought to himself, well, I've seen this. Maybe those guys know something. Right. Right? Right. And what was the topic again? Pruning trees using a helicopter. With a helicopter. Pruning with trees. Pruning trees. Now, which I... So, now I've seen... I've got a lot of images about a helicopter chopping trees, but I don't think what, it's, what they're going for. Right. So, the only... Th- um, my understanding is, is they hang a blade, mm-hmm. a big whirring blade, beneath the helicopter, and then drag it through the, tree, through the treetops. Whirring bl- So, are they topping trees, do you think? I don't know. That's a good question. So, this is what I've... I've seen pictures of. Okay, so you've seen this. I've seen pictures of this. I haven't seen it in person. I have never seen it or heard of it. But these large, high-power power lines that go through the woods. Yes. And these are the ones that go up and over mountains for miles and miles. So there's this long, very wide right-of-way to give room. So the trees don't fall onto the, these high-tension cables. Right. So there's a lot of space. Now, what I've seen these guys do is with the aid of a helicopter, they've got basically this gigantic hedge trimmer. I mean, it's got its own motor on there. It's hanging down from the helicopter. Like a, like a, like 
Not like a whirring blade, but like Not a, a whirring blade, more like a hedge trimmer where you a have... A straight line. You've got... Yeah, you have lots of blades that are just zigzagging back and forth. Okay. In a long line. Right. And what they're doing is they're going along the tree line and they're cutting off the, the limbs off the sides of the trees to make sure that at no point those limbs are going to grow into the right-of-way or could fall on, onto the right-of-way or fall onto the high power lines. So the blades are moving vertically, not horizontally. That's right. They're since yeah, they're vertically. I could see that. Mm-hmm. I have never seen it, but I could see that. I'm trying to think how big it is. I mean this sounds terribly dangerous. It, it, well it sounds terrifying to be around. I mean, you've got a, this gasoline motor. Yes. Fifty feet in the air. Right. Driving I don't know how many dozen blades. Yeah. Which are essentially scissors going back and forth. They're oscillating yeah. back and forth. Right. Coming across branches that could be six, you know, six, eight inches in diameter, yeah. hitting that thing, and then just the trees go, the, the, the limbs go flying. And it's hanging from a big whirring blade. And it's, yes, it's hanging from a big whirring blade. Two word big whirring blades in some cases. So you're you got a prop, too. I, you know, I don't remember how big the helicopter was that had this thing, but it had to have been a, a very heavy. Lift helicopter oh, that had two propellers. Not how do you the protect one. the people on the ground? I mean, how do you like somebody well, just not stumbling through the woods? Well, that's a, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, if if you're going across the Appalachian Trail mm -hmm. and you come across a guy who left his beautiful fiance behind, right. then you might just go ahead and keep going. <laughs> yeah, but you have no idea someone is going to be down there, right? Unless I, get, I mean, I guess you could hear something crashing through like that. Well, you're probably going to run, although they probably are doing this in very remote areas. Yeah. I mean, very remote areas. I've walked out onto a lot of power lines. That would be a terrifying sight to see <laughs> coming at you. blades coming through the woods like that. I uh, No, I'd never heard of that. So I think he tried to get a picture of it. I'm not sure that he got a picture of it. Uh, but this was actually near a populated area, though, because he saw it. So he saw it in person? He saw it in person while he was at, on campus at, at the college. Oh, really? Yeah, so it was pretty close. So now I've maybe, seen... Maybe, they're maybe they were topping it. I mean, yeah. I guess it's possible to have a, a, a spinning blade. To, that just sounds, but that I, sounds so I, bad. It sounds it doesn't sound stable, right? Because the thing's yeah. just swing, swinging on a pendulum. Right. Now, I've seen the blades that they use, like on the ground, where they use the big blades. It's like just turning the lawnmower on its side, and they got the big blade, and they're just going through the tree line. Yes, imagine yeah. that being hung from yeah. a helicopter. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I have, that's what I'm imagining. It's terrifying. But this thing of a whirring spinning blade around populated area, that's that, don't, you just, yeah, that don't sound right. That don't sound right at all. The, you just, you know, pruning is obviously a big thing. I mean, we've seen some terrible pruning here in Winston-Salem where they've pruned around trees to protect power lines, especially like if you're going up on Miller, mm -hmm. where they just... just oh, yeah, they the, did. Yeah, just, I'm surprised the tree lives. I am That too. much yeah, yeah. asymmetric pruning that the yeah. tree that doesn't, A, die, or B, just fall, you know, flop over because yeah. all the, the weight of the limbs are just on all on one all side. Way. So there was a, a terrible pruning thing that happened in North Carolina a few years ago. Okay. Um, when it was uh, so. Have you ever heard of the mother vine? The mother vine. Vine. No. V i n e. Vine. Mm -hmm. Mother vine. So the mother vine is down at the coast somewhere. I don't know exactly where it is. Um, 
on the near the Outer Banks. Or, okay. But it is a very, very old muscadine vine that they think was here at the time of like when the Lost Colony was here. All right. Very old muscadine vine. All right. And it's huge. Well, it had, uh, the power company was coming through, didn't oh, realize no. what it was, oh, and no. sprayed it. Oh, no. And so the tree docks from NC State had to run down there and try to stop the, the poison from, you know, from killing the whole vine. Oh, my gracious. Yeah. Did they succeed? They did. They saved it. They saved wow, it. Wow, wow. But wouldn't it be wow. terrible to be the... Have to call your foreman and say, by the way. Hey, uh, I was yeah. doing some roundup. <laughs> yeah. Spread mother vine. 500-year-old vine. Four or 500-year-old <laughs> vine. That's right. <laughs> that we killed. But now there's cuttings of the mother vine that you can buy. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, you can buy them. And there's actually mother vine wine at Duplin now, where they have transplanted oh, okay. some of the mother vine. Right. Yeah. So there's have you tried ones. it? I have not. I've heard about it, but I've never tried we it. We might have to have a tasting. Yeah. Mother vine that almost died. We could take, uh, maybe we need to take a field trip with these fantastic mic microphones and <laughs> go down to Duplin County. Go to Duplin and have a uh, on site. You can't miss it because there's a billboard every 15 feet all oh, the way sorry. to the winery yeah, <laughs> as you go down 70. Yeah. So, that, you know, you wouldn't think that pruning, especially big pruning, would be such a big deal, but you can get messed up quick. Yeah, I mean, I've seen these. Um, I've seen these tree cutters. Mm -hmm. So I mean, it's a special. I mean, think of an excavator. Yeah. But instead of having have a bucket, it's got a claw that sits mm -hmm. sideways, mm -hmm. and the top of it is a chainsaw. Mm -hmm. And what happens is they can grab the tree. I've seen this. They can grab the tree. The chainsaw cuts actually cuts underneath the claw. Yep. Chops it off, and then they can lift up the whole tree. Yep. Move it over, sit on its side gently, yep. and then they can process it. Yeah, I've seen that. That, that is just an amazing thing. Yep. And they also, have, I mean, they have the same kind of thing. They you, they can put on a boom, mm -hmm. so they can reach, you know, seventy five feet up in the air, right. and basically top a tree, top a tree off huh. safely, right? As opposed to climbing up the tree with yeah. a rope and yep. stringing up strings and tying it up and cutting it and letting it. Controlled. That's how my backyard was done. Yeah, that's strings. how my neighbor's backyard is. They did it with rope. They climbed them. Yeah, right. That's uh, that yeah, that's dangerous. I mean, you have to know what you're doing. You really do. Yeah, really. Especially if you have things underneath you don't want smashed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, cutting a tree in general, we cut a lot of trees here in this yard, and um, we cut two pines, and I did two with the help of my father-in-law, and they were right at the back of the house, mm -hmm. and you know. Yeah, we had to use wedges and stuff to get them to fall in the right direction. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. You went through that trouble. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were close to the house. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I've seen my dad fell uh, close to houses. I mean, it's, you know, they would tie a rope to yeah. a tree, put some pressure on it with the truck. Yeah. And then cut to kind of make you get it to fall the right did way. Did that work? It did. But again, it's dicey. Yeah, yeah. There's no shortage of YouTube videos of right, tree right. felling go, going wrong. Oh, right. Because, you know, you might miss the house but hit the truck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot There's a lot going on there. But usually, you know, with when they the one time I remember it specifically, they had the truck at a pretty rackish angle. Uh-huh. So that there was pressure on the tree, but the tree wasn't going to fall in the direction okay. of the... All right. But I'm not sure that, you know, that's all... There's dangerous stuff. All that stuff. 
Yeah, so I wonder where where this was that he saw the helicopter trimming a tree. I know where it was, but I don't want to disclose the location because I didn't get pre-approval. I got you. I got you. Okay. Was it, so it was local? Was it, it was local, real? yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Makes me want to see it now. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what they were pruning for. and. But it also just makes me wonder, like, in, like, you know, our neighborhood has a ton of trees. Yeah. Why don't they just go back and bury all this stuff? Oh, because it costs money. You think it costs more than maintaining, cutting the trees? Now, once, once, the, once they got it, you know, how often do they, how often do they really cut the trees though? Yeah. I mean, they don't cut the trees that often. I've always wanted the same thing. Right. Now, in newer communities, they do bury those lines. Right. But even with all the stuff they have to do there in the winter here, where they're repairing lines, I wonder if it wouldn't just be cheaper to bury them all. Man, you think about all the stuff that's already buried. Yeah. I mean, you've got gas lines, you've got water lines, you've got right. sewer lines. you got to avoid all that. So you've got cable yeah. lines. Well, last year, during that big storm, uh-huh. uh, and the guy said he that it happened perfectly for it not, or it would have been bad. There was something hit a line here in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. When it fell, whatever fell, ruptured the gas line as, oh, the, no. as the electrical line fell. And ignited the gas line, no. like at the same time. He said that had it not ignited, when it hit, it would have exploded. It would have built up. Yeah, it would build up. Built up, up, built yeah, up yeah. and then. Fortunately, it just turned into like a big pilot light. Yeah, there was a fire right across from our house. Uh, on this street here. On this street, yeah, right at the end of the driveway. That's way too exciting, season. Yeah. And so he said he'd never seen that happen before. So the the power line, which was above ground, ignited an underground. Gas Man. line because whatever ruptured, whatever broke the line ruptured the gas line. Yeah. Well, so you can imagine the the complication and trying yeah. to trying to bury a line. Yeah, I yeah. think I think it's more trouble than it's worth once once yeah. everything is established in a new community. They bury they're burying them all the time, and these right. older communities, it's just probably not. There's not no telling, like you said. There's no telling what's down there. Right. Yeah. That's right. So, well, I think we've probably uh, gotten everything out of. Uh, pruning that we can get out of except for we hadn't done the words of wisdom oh is that right which what? is uh which is since we were talking about helicopters that's right okay yes the, uh, the rules of flight the w- rules of flight that i've always heard are don't run out of airspeed altitude and ideas at the same time right you always we need to have two or three you have two three and the two t- so tell me the three are so the three three things you always have to have are altitude airspeed or an idea Okay, <laughs> you you've run out of one of those. Right. More than one of those. You got to have an bad altitude things, idea, airspeed or an idea, or airspeed and altitude. But you can't you can't you can't run out of all three at the same time. <laughs> Which you said there was also the engineers. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's the, there's an engineers kind of the same kind of the engineers dilemma is you know usually an engineer is asked to do something that's cost effective, that's super lightweight. And that is super strong and right. lasts forever. And the engineer will really usually come back and say, well, pick two. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't have, it, you can't you have can't, them all. It's, it's really hard to have all three. Yeah. <laughs> well, that wraps up um, yet another episode. I don't believe it. That so, don't sound right. We're already uh, done? I think we're already done. The, um, the, uh, so we've got uh, merchandise still available if you want that. Uh, we got some of the shirts in recently. They turned out to be really nice. Yeah, I saw them. They, they look really nice. They yeah. look really nice. So that's available uh, in the show notes. Um, you can also get in contact with us through tdsrpodcast at gmail.com. All right. And tdsrpodcast on Instagram Perfect. and Facebook. Yes. 
don't uh, be afraid to shoot us an email. We've got some um, emails to read back, a, a fun story about bears. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah well, so when we, when we revisit our backpacking and outdoor adventure series, we'll, <laughs> we'll get to this particular uh, email about a bear ransacking a campground. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Not the ransacking, but the story. No, no, it, yeah. the story's pretty funny. Yeah. Well, y'all, uh, y'all keep talking. And stay curious. <laughs>